Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Riverdale Register. It has been a minute for me. <laughs> well, it's been minute. a minute for all of us because the it show has. was off the air for a couple weeks. Yeah, I was very disappointed uh, when I heard that it wasn't coming back for like two, three weeks. But then I realized that because I was home in New York, it actually worked out very much in my favor. It worked out very well. It was well. great. It actually did like kind yeah. of perfectly. I mean, we still had yeah. that one episode with uh, with Brad. Did you listen to the Brad episode? I did. I thought Brad was funny, but not funnier than me. Just kidding. <laughs> Probably funnier than me. Actually, I was a little nervous because I thought everyone was going to like Brad more than me. I only got one review from a listener specifically about Brad, and that was my dad because my dad Aww. listens to this show. Your dad listens to our podcast? Yeah. Are you yeah. serious? My dad has been like going on Facebook and be like, my top five podcasts, and Aww. we're... In his top five podcasts. Wait, both time. of our podcasts? Are no, we no, like... No, just, just, just fit Riverdale. Okay. Which is funny because he doesn't watch the show. He just supports he just the podcast. That's uh, so adorable. So he said he, uh, he likes our chemistry better than my chemistry with Brad. I uh, agree. <laughs> no offense, Brad. Brad, we should do a podcast just the two of us. I know Brad's listening. <laughs> right, Brad? Brad is uh, starting up a podcast about Wonder Woman. Oh, that's cool. Uh, about the old 70s TV show. Where he, he... Recaps? First of all, straight up, because he did this. He's like, this is a great format. I'm going to do this on an old show. No, no, specifically where you break down an episode of a TV show. You take oh, notes yeah. and you talk about what happened in that episode. We invented that. <laughs> totally invented So he's going to... But like he was inspired by doing this one, because his own podcast is like a half hour each episode. Yeah. Uh, and I did two episodes um, it was only fair. Yeah. You really should have uh, done three, but that's fine. All right. Okay. Well, I'm just saying um, we're being fair. So now he's going to do uh, Wonder Words, which is all about Wonder Woman. That's good. But still, he doesn't know how to put it on iTunes. So I'll teach him. SoundCloud. <laughs> yeah. So we'll yeah, my first episode's already up. You said you didn't listen to that one, no, though? No, I'm sorry. I didn't yet. It's all it right. It's mostly a large gay man basically going that like, sounds fun. <laughs> John, are you dating anyone? No. So you're gay? Not really <laughs> not how it works usually uh, well i mean not always not how it works yeah sometimes <laughs> i found out today that um deadpool is pansexual yeah that makes sense but i, I this was like an argument that i am gonna now have sorry stella's literally like licking john's arm and that's what that sound is but real quick um can can a character be considered pansexual when they don't make any reference to being pansexual and then make a lot of homophobic jokes during their movie? So the question is really, is movie Deadpool pansexual? Well, no, it was an interview with Ryan Reynolds. Because, uh, hmm. That's my dog running away. I think, well, I mean. And she's running closer. How about this? I went to some stand-up the other day, and the stand-up guy, he was ginger, and he made a lot of anti-ginger jokes because he... Has some self love against gingers. Okay. Uh, so, and like, I can make fun of white people and men and all that all the time. You can make fun of what you are, uh, even if you're pansexual. Now, is he pansexual even though he doesn't make any direct references to it? In fact, in the text of the film, he, um, and we're getting some weird territory here, he, he does he does take it uh, in the butt. That doesn't uh, make it pansexual. No, but he, no, the point is he doesn't like it in the movie. Right. True. So, define pansexual. Um, good question. <laughs> Not about Riverdale at all. No. But a good question nonetheless. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was watching some of Believe, t- or Beyond today. Oh, that yeah. How's, show. how's it doing? Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know if anyone else watched it. Basically, it's funny because it starts with this, like, extended period in the 90s where you're following this kid, and then when he blacks out, he wakes up 12 years later, he's an adult, and the first thing I notice is, like, 
the kid actor's much better than the fully grown oh, version. No. But his best friend fully grown is Chuck Clayton from Riverdale. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like... The Chuck Clayton? The same, same actor, I mean. Oh, yeah. no, I know. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. weirdly, this weird <laughs> crossover situation is going down. Yeah. So, that's a whole thing. Uh, Haven't seen Chuck Clayton much. He has not been around. They told us that, like, that would be a big deal in the weeks to come, but I don't think it really was. No. No. Which is a great, great chance for us to get into... Uh, the episode. Yeah. Chapter 8, The Outsiders, written by Julia Cohen. And Julia Cohen is also known for writing see, something called Rewind, a short in 2008. <gasps> Degrassi, The Next Generation <gasps> in 2009. One? Which episode? One episode in 2009. I'm sorry. The IMDb app, the IMDb app is not easy to navigate. If I jump into the theater, it's just going to take me to the entire series page, and i got to hunt for her. That's so dumb. She wrote an episode of Degrassi, The Next Generation in 2009. Sorry. Uh, okay, she wrote an episode sensitive. of Being Erica. Oh, I love that show. She's in, uh, Canadian. In 2011. She wrote an episode of Bomb Girls in 2013. I've never heard Which of I'm that. pretty sure my sister has told me about. <gasps> the 2012 version of Dallas. She wrote five episodes. <gasps> Bitten. Which Bitten. was the werewolf show on sci-fi. Oh, that's cool. I like it's that got, name. Uh, Speaking that, of that guy, Laura Stella. Vandervoort. And uh, The I Royals. I love Laura Vandervoort. And she, and she wrote two episodes of the, of the Royals. I saw Laura Vandervoort in um, Noah's Bagels once. Wow. I love her. Is she, like, uncommonly attractive in real life, too? Mm -hmm. Like, she doesn't look like she should physically be able to exist? I keep forgetting that people know who she is because I only know who she is from Instant Star. I know who she is because she was in Smallville. And she was also in that show, the... No, she wasn't. The Event? Was she in that? No. The Event? Oh, God, The Event. I don't think she was in that. Somebody... mm, (laughs) The... Was she in that show V? V. She was in V. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Oh, man. V. Didn't watch was it. Was not Good. the best. Um, they were like snake people, No, right? it was It was kind of, it kind of screwed itself because it got to air four episodes and then the Olympics happened and didn't come back until after that. So they, oh. they front-loaded a lot of plot in the first four episodes and just... It never quite found its footing, I But think. they were snake people. I just want to... They were lizard people, yes. That's literally so dumb. And Laura <laughs> Vandervoort... Sorry. What, there was good Laura Vandervoort, and then there was evil. Uh, there was like an evil twin also running around at one point. Okay, It was it. a weird sci-fi show. You might really like it. Yeah, it sounds great. Also, I'm going to pitch Instant Star. We're going to peg, plug. Uh, the episode was directed, you asked, for director by David Katzenberg, uh, who is also known for directing... Uh, or sorry, he's more of a producer for like Ben and Kate. Oh, I loved that show. I love that show too. Really, yeah. that was such a fun show. Why did they cancel it? Got very canceled. Dakota, it did get very canceled. Dakota Johnson is such a better comedic actress than she is drama. Mm-hmm. That's why Fifty Shades. I think is she's so funny. Yeah, she's the best part of those movies because she brings comedy to him. It also has um, Echo Kellum in it, who is now oh, in Arrow. Yeah. Uh, the black guy with the afro. I don't watch Arrow. You forget. No, but you watched Ben and Kate. Oh yeah, sorry. I was he was he did the uh, he was hilarious in that show. Uh, he produces the Goldbergs, and he's a producer on It, the new <gasps> Ooh, It coming out. Me and Ian are currently watching the old It. Mm-hmm. Like, is it any good? I never saw it. It's really weird. I my, love it. My greatest uh, interaction with the It franchise was when I was on a haunted hayride once as a kid. I love haunted hayrides. And uh, someone dresses It. Uh, basically grabbed my mom from behind, and she Aww. screamed bloody murder. That was the last I saw my mom. That was the, <laughs> that was the last time I saw my mother. Uh, <laughs> it was a rough time. 
So yeah, totally gonna see oh, that God, new. But movie. with my parents getting call outs in this one, that's oh. crazy. Hey, Jones fam. So anyway, uh, chapter eight, The Outsiders. So there's this book called The Outsiders. Well, yeah, let's assume it's based off something like that. Stella, you are freaking out. You well, need to learn to jump. And take confidence in yourself. Stella. By the way, I want to thank everyone who follows Stella on Instagram. You made her so happy. She is trouble. She is such trouble. Um, Riverdale Register. Right. So, <laughs> obviously, Jughead starts our episode by telling us about the Coopers, the Stepfords of Riverdale. Which, and like, mm, gonna say no. No, yeah. probably not. Mm. They're just blonde. They're crazy. <laughs> They're just blonde. But I, I get they're supposed to be this ideal family. Um, like, the, the perfect, like, teen romance that led to a happy marriage and beautiful children and everything's great. Uh, and then he starts breaking down basically the entire Polly story in chronological order just in case you haven't been able to piece it together on your own. And it's a good point that now that Polly is here... The investigation has far more information than it ever had before. Oh, yeah. If Polly is a reliable narrator, uh, which, like, she's definitely a little bit crazy, so... Yeah, Polly's They've been dialing back the crazy on that whole family, though, as the season goes on. Well, crazy, I think, is now more just broken. I get you, but, like... Betty was close to snapping when the show started. Yeah, she was. And she's now that she's like on a mission and something to focus on, she's uh, she's gotten a lot more sane. Well, I she's think. like hyper tuned in to like what she has to do, so she doesn't have time to go into her dissociative state. Oh, well, that's a good point. Uh, let's see. Oh, I noticed that during the whole flash through of um, Polly and Jason's romance, which was by the way really well shot. Like yeah. it didn't. It could have just all been clips. Uh, but instead, they actually shot like this cool little thing. I like the scene at um, Pop's Diner where Cheryl's like looking over with her minions at their breakup or whatever. Oh, I didn't remember that. I was noticing that uh, Jughead's in the background of the one shot where like Jason and Polly oh. get back together. Oh, I don't. And think like I he's like that. watching them, and that's so I weird. don't know if that's supposed to be like a like a narrator thing or if like he was physically there. Uh, and I guess he was probably physically there. Maybe, right? or maybe it's like. But if he was gonna, if that was like a narration thing, they would have put him in all the shots. Uh, what I will say is that the boy playing Jason is getting a lot more work in this season than I was expecting him to get. He doesn't talk much though. No, he, he hasn't had a single line. I don't think. But I think he said, actually, I yeah, I don't think he has. Mm-hmm. No, because I was gonna say, oh, in the pilot episode, doesn't He's he? He's just say the specter hanging no. over everything. He is like very much a ghost. Sorry for the pitter patter, guys. Metaphorical specter. Uh, so, uh, Polly tells basically all this information to Sheriff Keller. Uh, apparently, Jason did sell drugs, but just the one time. As all drug dealers do. So, <laughs> you only do it once. Uh, so, they could afford their escape. Uh, but he was a drug mule for, for the Southside Serpents, which is new information. So, obviously, like, that was kind of my first thought when this whole thing came out. I was like, duh. I mean, why? this seems like it could just be kids selling drugs, but yeah, I guess if you want to make good money, then he would do a bigger drop for the serpents. At least it was drugs and not a box of snakes. There you go. Yeah, because he could have easily gotten into the I snake running business as well. Uh, he never delivered the drugs. They were in the car. That got burned up. So... He never delivered the drugs. Uh, here's the part that I'm confused about. So he drove the car across the river, 
Right. He didn't drive the... Oh, he set up the car across the river. Right, no, I know not literally he drives the car across the river. I'm like, amazing. Yeah, so he drives the car across the river in his car slash boat, and then he... He has... He leaves the drugs in the car, and he doesn't... He's not worried about that? Like, why wouldn't you Because be... he put a tarp over the car, so it was fine. Yeah, no, it's like, no. Because people could, one, steal that car, and also all the... It was just a terrible plan. Why wouldn't he just bring the drugs with him? Because no one knows where he's going. Um, because they were in the car, Caitlin. It's stupid. I'm sorry, but Jason's dumb. Well, he's a teenager. What do you want? I guess that's true. And the only parent on his side is Nana Blossom, who's yeah. for sure insane. She has dementia and also gypsy blood. <laughs> Whatever that means. I love it, though. So, uh, Polly tears up and Hermione sends Sheriff Keller off. Because women can do that in TV. It's nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool little power. Uh, meanwhile, at the Andrews house... Archie and Jughead are, like, just playing video games together. Archie doesn't know there's a murder going on. Like, I don't think Archie is aware of Jason Blossom's death. Archie is also terrible at video games, because he kept accidentally killing Jughead. Is he? Uh, Archie tells Jughead that war is hell. Jughead tells him, no, Archie. Hell is other people. And then Archie laughs as though he at all understands that. Like, this is the thing. (laughs) Every every single person watching the show is like, okay, he's just doing that to sound cool. Yeah, no, (laughs) but it is. Jughead, you're being a douche. Like, seriously. But Archie also laughs, like, either to just appease Jughead or because the script required or laughing. Or he honestly didn't know. He's like, <laughs> wow, Jughead, you thought of that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it really is like that, I guess, when you think about it. People do make my life hard. I want to play music. I'm a musician. <laughs> I have songwriting aspirations. I'm Archie. I just want to play music and date Valerie. That's it. <laughs> and help my dad. Simple motivations in this episode. Speaking of which, uh, Fred drops by. Uh, apparently, tomorrow is day one of the big construction project, around which, shockingly, so much of this season has uh, has revolved. There better be dead bodies under. So I'm saying it's the it's the linchpin of the whole plot. It's the whole conspiracy dealing with this land. If it's gold, I will be so mad. If it that just seems like kind of kind of lame. If it's gold, if it's anything where it's just like oil or gold or like I mean, money, what? we've both read the interview where uh, the uh, the the writer, the guy in charge. Oh no, I'm forgetting his first name. Roberto. Roberto. Uh, There's is like is like supernatural. Some kind of genre element will enter season two. I yeah. figure that has to do with the land. What if it's just like witch land? No, it's actually just. Land that can create perfect maple syrup. That's the, oh my uh, that's god! The I will element. die. <laughs> the maple syrup genre. They uh, and like it's supernatural in that it can just trees that grow here <laughs> make perfect maple syrup. That's it. That we'll kill for it. it. Maple syrup blood feud. So Cheryl's hanging out with everyone in the student lounge, which I just do not understand. I want, we and they're all just like, lounge. "We gotta protect Polly," and Cheryl's like, "Of course, we're all friends now." Yeah, I don't really understand. This whole thing confused me because the Blossom family really sucked last episode, and now everyone's being kind of chill. Yeah. And Cheryl was so afraid of her parents, like, ruining Polly's life. Yeah. And now Cheryl doesn't really think that's an issue yeah. anymore. Uh, Veronica calls this all a, uh, a Gordian knot. It's a true I, Gordian I, knot. I did not get that reference. No? I'm not cool. I'm like the Archie in this case. Yeah. A Gordian knot is an extremely difficult or involved problem, but 
Yeah, it's associated with Alexander the Great. Oh, now I remember this story. Yeah, so there is like this this ancient uh, or this like this like insane knot basically that no one could untie. And one I of, bet I and Alexander untie. the Great was like, I can untie that knot. And he just walked up to it. And he just cut it. He just like brought his sword through it. Oh. He was like, "Fuck you." I like it. Cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that applies here. It doesn't seem like it does at all. That's the word. No, not really. It. But like, it's Gordian knot is now just it's a, it's an idiom for a very difficult problem to solve. It's a thing that you can solve though by breaking the rules. That's that's not really that's not it part of the idiom. It's oh, just weird. that it's okay. an insanely difficult problem to solve. Okay, and it's a little convoluted. Just like this. Idiom. Just like this show. Just like this show. True. You're overthinking the idiom. I guess I am. Fun fact, in the Archie universe, Vanity Fair magazine is called Vanity Flare magazine. Because that's the party that Veronica was uh, was invited to in her weird oh. aside where she's like, I chose between Vanity Flare and like some other massive party. And Kevin's just like, oh my god. And oh. I was like, excuse me, guys, people were murdered. Can we... Yeah, up. I have to say, I thought that Veronica's, like, name-dropping was exhausting. Veronica felt a little bit detached the whole episode, yeah, honestly. Yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Like, obviously they have bigger fish to fry. They don't need to hear your, like, stories of when you were on top of the social pyramid. It's really not the time. Yeah, exactly. I wish somebody said that. I wish Jughead was like, now it's not the time, V. Because we all use first letters of the names now for some reason, like Gossip Girl. Of course, Kay. Yeah, Jay. Actually, I was known as JP for most of high school. So. Really? I yeah. That makes sense. You have good initials. Mm-hmm. KR is not really Not the initial. best. Veronica wants to throw a baby shower. Uh, sure. Yeah, why not? And if and they want Polly's parents to come, and it could be like a beautiful moment for them to be basically in a forced situation sure. where everyone has to be nice so they can actually regain some ground with each other. When they, no one has to be nice <laughs> at a baby shower. There's no rules here. Okay. Jeez. Fine. It's a maple syrup blood feud, John. There are no rules. Jughead asks if he has to come. He's like, yeah, you're Betty's boyfriend. And of course, we hold on Archie for a hot second. And Veronica's like, guys, whatever. It starts with B. Shut up. Vanity Flair. (laughs) (laughs) I know Elton John. Did I mention I know Elton John? Have I mentioned these names? And then Alice shows up. I don't remember what happens. And she she uh, <laughs> she pulls Veronica and uh, Betty away. Meanwhile, Fred's team screws him over at work. They're all like, "Nah, man." They just like quit on Cliff him. Cliff Blossom just offered us work for two years, so bye. Wait, so which? What? Okay, that's got to be breach of contract, though, right? Yeah. Like Fred should have some kind of excuse. Although maybe he can't afford a lawyer or anything, so he's just gotten screwed. But he just has a piece of paper <laughs> like, that they like sign. Like, yeah. Well, Fred, you have no. Like, no, I doubt he does. Oh, man. He's a trusting man. He expects other people to be as good as he's he is. He's an Andrews. Yeah. He's a not, Goober at heart. They're not bright. I'm going to be honest. Not bright men. Oh, especially this episode. Yeah. Our, this episode could also be called, Arsh, you need to chill and just <laughs> think about things for a hot second. Let me interrupt the baby shower. Also, stop wearing your goddamn varsity <laughs> jacket everywhere. He's a musician, but he plays sports. Yeah, how we need to be both. Uh... So Alice knows that Polly's at the Pembroke because Sheriff Keller told her, because he's a good sheriff, who relays information around. Kevin's the killer. I'm saying it right now, guys. Mm, all right. 
Uh, Bendy's just like, Mom, listen, just sh- shut the fuck up. You're not in control of the situation anymore. You can be a But you can be a part of this situation. Yeah, you could be a you could be a loving grandmother who comes to her daughter's baby shower. Alice visibly recoils when uh, Betty says grandmother. <laughs> like, good, oh, no. Good acting decision. It was good. Uh, and Alice didn't really give them an answer. Uh, Fred... Back at home, can't get a team together for the project. He can't get anyone to uh, to work on it. Which seems crazy to me, considering how many people in Riverdale seem like they need work. Yeah. Like, just seems nuts well, to me. we haven't actually seen that many unemployed pre- people. Well, like, the only unemployed the person in Riverdale is Hermione. Yeah, and we solved that problem. Well, I guess she By can. the way, she dresses really nice for someone on a construction yard. Because like, they're not going to take all her clothes. Yeah, but like the laundry Jeeves must have to do for her all the time. Aww. Is that his Jeeves? It's some kind of like perfect butler name. Ask Jeeves. I don't... Oh, no. It's... Uh, Smithers? Smithers. It's, you're right. You're it's right, Smithers. That's, that's a very perfect name. Mm. Sometimes think about if I be- name my son Jeeves, then we already know what he's going to be when he grow up. Do you watch The, uh, the Good Place? Yeah. Yeah, what's well, um, Janet mm-hmm. or whatever. That's what I imagine Smithers is, actually. <laughs> that show was really good. I love it. I was actually just watching it before you came over. Uh, oh, for the record, I've been up since five today, so I might get a little loopy at different times. You're already loopy, John. Awesome. I'm not even here. You're just talking to yourself. What? Yeah, I'm not even here. This episode will be crazy. Oh my god, it'd be hilarious. You should edit my voice out <laughs> just to see what happens. Just have an episode where I'm talking to myself. That would have been a great April Fool's episode. We should have done an April Fool's episode. This is our April Fool's episode. No. Oh, Stella's licking John's hand. It's cute. Now she's biting now it. Now she's biting you can, yeah. So Archie, uh, Archie kind of like, Dad, you know you can talk to me about this stuff. So it's like, okay, we're fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> uh, the <laughs> Archie's like, I'm the kid. I don't need to The business is screwed. Uh, we're in deep trouble. Uh, Actually, can I do my Luke Perry impression? Yeah. It's bad, son. That's not good. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> I can do better, Betty. Polly, yeah. of course. You gotta work on your, uh, your Alice, on your match anatomic. How dare you? <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, you can only do Righteous Fury. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, Archie learns that his dad's hemorrhaging cash, and they could lose basically that aspect of their lives, and he's just like... I got. I got to do something. I got to help. I got to. I got to help, help fix, fix this problem. I need a solution. And then Archie. <laughs> and like, that's driving. And that's driving Archie for the rest of the episode. The only thing I can do is play music, though, because I'm a songwriter at heart, but also an athlete. <laughs> so hard. He leans more towards the athlete part for the solution. There you go. Of course, in Act Two, uh, the girls get Polly to agree to the baby shower. But Polly. Also asked for the blossoms to come, which is a bad idea, Polly. What was Polly like before she started dating Jason? Like, I have no idea. I don't think she was a person before she started dating it's Jason. It's weird. It's like, I can't even possibly envision what her high school... Like, did she have friends? None of them came to the baby shower. What do you mean? What about all those nameless extras? Were they her friends? Well, I assume as much. For some reason, like, all of Betty's friends... Who came to the baby shower? I don't know, man. Veronica, who Polly has met like once. I mean, I guess she technically lives. Yeah, she's living in their house. Yeah, so. but like, come on, whatever. Veronica needs friends. Great point. Uh, <laughs> Hermione uh, doesn't want both sides of the conflict in one space. He calls them that. She calls them the Hatfield and McCoys. Fair. Yeah, fair reference. Uh, but Veronica asks Hermione to convince Alice to come to the shower. 
Do you know that I was thinking about this? Oh, and, and, and then Hermione has the best line. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Hermione. Do you know the Hatfields and McCoys? I thought of Josie. Because her last name is McCoy, right? Yeah. So I was like, wait. Really? Uh, That's the first thing you thought of? Not the... No, word? no, I did because of that miniseries. But I just was like, oh, like Josie's mom is also probably in a feud with someone. Clearly you need a miniseries about Alexander the Great so you can understand the Gordian knot. Well, now that you've explained it, I vaguely understand it. I feel like this is going to be one of those things where we'll get a, twit, a tweet in a couple of days like, actually, it was this thing. And uh, like, uh, and like, Ugh, now we're both dumb. So dumb. That's always fun when our, when our Twitter followers be like, and here's You're the wrong. thing you got wrong. Yep. No, imagine uh, my job has comments on all the articles. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm wrong a lot, apparently. Veronica gets Hermione to go and speak to Alice. Uh, let's see. Fred goes to Cliff Blossom as Cliff, Cliff is, like, leaving through the gated front entrance of Thornhill. Fred just pulls up and cuts him off. Which is honestly good for Fred. He's... I mean, it's a power move, really. With his big Ford pickup truck. I thought you were going to say his big forehead. He does have a big forehead. I was like, wow, John. He wants to know why Cliff is going for this land. What, why he's being, well, a dick about yeah, this whole thing. Yeah, why is he being a dick? And Fred's like, this land is where we started our maple syrup empire. You mean Cliff? Yeah, yeah, Cliff says that. <laughs> Cliff says this land is where we started our, our maple syrup empire. So we oh buried the bodies underneath this land. That's all I'm hearing. It Tell makes me. no sense. It's just land that creates perfect maple syrup. Also, like, do they still? Yeah, what happened to the empire? Like, I don't don't know, but it's just sugary water, everyone. (laughs) Chill the fuck out. (laughs) I just like Miss Butterworth, or whatever her name is. Like, that's my favorite. Aunt Jemima? Yeah. (laughs) No, No, Miss Butterworth's also a favorite. Miss Butterworth? Okay. I like both. I liked Aunt Jemima better, actually. But, um, yeah, like, I've had natural maple syrup. It's actually not as good as the ones made out of corn syrup. I don't care what anyone says. This is what's wrong with America right here. It is. This is why. So his plan is to bleed out Fred's mysterious buyer and boss, a.k.a. Hermione, because he's deduced she doesn't have a lot of money. And he doesn't really care if uh, Fred's whole life falls apart in the process. No, the Blossoms, not great people. Mm, Weird. So Fred returns to work furious. Uh, Hermione checks to see if Cliff knows... uh, who the buyer is? She's like, does he does he know who the buyer is? And Fred's like, oh yeah, she's not being I don't know. subtle she's at like, all. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> it's cool. not me. It's not me. I just struggling. That's cool. Then they hear a sound outside. It is a group of strapping teenage boys. <laughs> they are very strapping. Archie, Jughead, Kevin, Moose, and the other guy. Who's the other guy? We don't know his name. Oh no! But he I'm has gonna... lines, so good for him. Is it? It's not. It's, it's... not Reggie. Oh, Reggie isn't there. Why isn't Reggie there? Great question. Reggie should be there. Maybe Ross Butler was busy that week. Maybe. I don't know when 13 Reasons Why shot. Let's assume months ago. Well, definitely months ago. How is that show? So good. You know I love it. I haven't seen any of it. It's so good. I'm talking to um, uh, two of the actors this week. I'm very excited about it. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. It's going to be cool. Very excited. Last Netflix show I watched was Iron Fist, and I was very unhappy, Stella. It seemed terrible. It was a disappointment, Stella. It seemed like the Ghost in the Shell version of 
men. Well, the character things. was white in the comics. I know. It didn't have to be today. I know. And that wasn't the only problem. Although I've been hearing that they just really rushed production on that one because they had to get it done so they could get the Defenders out by this summer. Right. Which is the Avengers of the Netflix shows. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Maybe he'll be better in that, but he really just seemed like an a-hole the whole time. Yeah, his hair made him seem like an asshole. His hair was terrible. Yeah, I hate to be like that, but yeah, it did. Got to cut it shorter if it's going to be that curly. Right, exactly. It's like just manage it. You know, yeah. it's like you. It's not that hard. I do it. Yeah, John does it, guys. I know you can't see him but every day. Currently managing it. Yes, that's what they call you. <laughs> now, managing here's it. what I here's what I took down my notes. Archie getting friends to help be the construction crew until Fred gets a real one. That's the end of the story in Archie comics. <laughs> that's the solution. Problem solved. Yeah. Happy ending. And in that world, story's over. This is not Archie Comics. Question, though. Okay. In Archie Comics, what happens after they, like, does he get the crew Oh, I mean, the story hasn't been told exactly in Archie Comics. I'm just saying if it were, yeah, and eventually the crew would be like, oh, Blossom's a jerk. We want to work (laughs) with you, Fred, and they'll come back around and then they'll have some soda pop. A million dollars? I'll turn that down on the goodwill of Fred Andrews. Yeah, exactly. He's like... Good guy, and he deserves our help, and that's kind of how it works. Yeah, in that is comics land. That's how it works in my world too. That's how it works in Jughead's dream sequences. Oh, the terrifying dream sequences. The the one where they're all wearing yeah the costumes so from scary. the original suit. Really? So scary. How is how did that not scare you? Is because my I was amazed that they did it, and I want more like I want a whole episode like that. What if this is just like a weird fever dream of, and of that world yeah it's like that interesting Hermione meets with Alice and uh, Alice all she wants all she really wants right now is Polly to come home Aww. that is it I mean also she'd be cool with her not being a baby but uh, well or no giving up the baby for adoption she doesn't want to raise the baby because she doesn't think Polly's ready for it because Polly is a teenager because Polly's not ready for it she also oh, no. insane. Polly for sure is not ready to be a parent no no one on the show is ready to be a parent including and especially the parents yeah but Polly has the crazy eyes I don't trust it yeah me too also um, I don't really understand the the Cooper sudden like family is so important. You sent her away for, like, months. You didn't care that she didn't live with you. I think they just... Well, it's like family's important, but also it's important how everyone sees their family. Right. And so So sending Polly away is better than everyone finding out their daughter's pregnant pregnant teenager. But now that they know, I guess it's better they think that she's their supporter. For the record, 16 and pregnant, this would be your best season ever if you came over and picked (laughs) up this show. Because the drama in this town already is there. Oh, yeah. It's a huge thing. And Imagine. Oh, yeah. It's like a reality show about like a pregnant teenager, but it's also a murder mystery. <laughs> happening in the background. Uh, Hermione reminds Alice that they had their daughters pretty young, too. And if she doesn't come... I was going to ask about that. So, that doesn't check out to me. So, they all went to high school Well, it doesn't mean they had them as teenagers, I don't think. No, but they, they all j- went I think to she's just saying macro scale they were moms. But yeah, they all went to high school together. They all, okay, well... They went to high school together. So Polly is two years older than Betty, right? Yes. Betty's mom, Veronica's mom, and uh, Cheryl's mom went to high school together, right? I think all the parents went to high school at the same time. So I guess Polly was the uh, Hermione. I mean, I guess Polly was had in high school. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Based on the conversation at the end of the... Uh, at the end of the episode, I don't think any of them had kids in high school. 
Oh, I thought that based on the end of the episode that uh, Alice Cooper did have Polly in high school. Mm, no. I think it's pretty clear that Hal made her have an abortion in high school. Oh, I thought that Polly was supposed and to be the one that... And there could have been an older kid. I thought it was that Polly was supposed to be the one that was the abortion. And that that was, like, ultra shitty. That makes the parents, like, 36. Could be. They're definitely older than that. Definitely older than that? Yeah. You think definitely. For sure they're at least in their 40s. I think you interpreted the conversation in a different way than I did. But I also think my I also think my way is right. I don't know. I think that Polly was supposed to be an aborted fetus. I don't think that would make Alice quite as furious as not having a choice in having a previous child taken away from her. That's true. I think I think her I think how forcing her into an abortion uh, explains much more about her her uh, decisions this episode. Including coming to the baby shower. Hal's a dick. Yeah, Hal's kind of a horrible person. Yeah, I think we used to think that uh, Alice was like the horrible one, but no. We were like, Hal's just a dad. Right, no, he's not just a dad. He is a crazy he has some very strange opinions he on does. that other family. Like, he would rather their daughter be dead than like give birth to like a blossom child, essentially. Pretty much. He, I think he thinks that his daughter is dead. Now that she's having a baby with a blossom Dead boy. to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why he was mourning her and watching those home videos. Like, I mm. definitely think that was part of it. I think you're right. Very creepy. Very weird. Maybe he did kill Jason. Oh, that'd be so boring, though. I want Kevin to kill Jason. It was Reggie. Oh, my <laughs> He's God. He's been hanging out in the background the whole time. So the football guys like construction work. They're like, this is way better than actually working out, because I'm not bored right now. Huh. Uh I would not feel that way. One of them says uh, Kevin should join the football team. And Kevin's like, I like one-on-one contact sports. Like, what? What sport does he mention specifically? Was it wrestling? I don't know. Was it like supposed to be an innuendo? Because Kevin needs an interest that's not being gay. I like, don't think that. I think he like like literally... might actually be decent at some sports. Oh, good for Kevin. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, even Cole Sprouse. Is like in really good shape though. Yeah, he always tank top. He like low key always was. (laughs) That's just that shocked me. Were you like, wow? I want to know what the other one looks like, the other Sprouse. No, I'm kind of, I'm kind of good focusing on Cole right now. But imagine if there was two of them. But they don't actually look that similar. I mean, they look similar. They they look similar. Did you see that uh, the guy who played? Mosby. The Mosby is like mm-hmm. super into the show. Yeah, it's hilarious. Whole thing's very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Fred. What if Mosby listens to our podcast? That'd be amazing. That'd be like literally. If you do, please talk to us on Twitter, please. That would be life changing. That would be life changing. Uh, so Fred uh, gets all the boys. He's like, "Hey, I got you all sodas." And I'm like, "This is how you pay teenagers." Well done, Fred. <laughs> well Sixteen cents a done. can. Uh, Moose has to run back outside for his phone. Where you find some hooligans fucking around with the oh, site, breaking the drama. generator. Uh, he tries to stop them, but they attack, and it is brutal, by well, the way. You don't call them the seaside serpents for nothing. But they're not the south side <laughs> serpents. Whatever. Did I miss this part of the plot? Yeah. I, I miss it. <laughs> These two guys beat Moose up. Yeah, And no. they break the generator and some other equipment around. I went to the bathroom. I did, I swear to God. This is around which all of Archie's, like, freakouts turn 
after this. I mean, like, there's also the he needs help his dad, but like, right? Yeah. Wow, I, really? I really did have to pee. So pause it. it well, it's too late now. This has already happened. Woo. So as long as they keep uh, working on the site, these guys are going to keep coming to m- ruin it, basically. Fuck is you. what happens. Oh, so they're the hooligans hired by the Coopers. Yeah. Oh, no. no? You sure? Which one is it? Holy crap. They say at the end of the episode, it's Hiram Lodge who hired them. Oh, right. Oh, to fuck with Andrews. Because who told on Hermione? You can cut this part out. You watched the episode. I did. No, I'm keeping this. I, I remember it now. I did. I'm sorry. I'm tired. You're tired. I was up in, uh, since 5 in the morning. Oh, no. It was you. That was me. Sorry. <laughs> What's up with you today? I don't know. I'm a little hungry. But other than that, not that much. I do have kind of a cold. Awesome. It's real. Awesome. That was a real snuffle, you guys. Oh, were you the one tweeting about uh, spring cold? How it that was me. Why didn't you like it or favorite it or retweet it? I'm just saying. I hate that, you guys. I like all everyone's tweets. Why can't? If you know my tweet well enough to recite it back to me, just like it or retweet it if you will. It would make me so much happier. <laughs> so you didn't think it was funny or anything. You just wanted. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. I like everyone's Instagram pictures. <laughs> okay. So Sheriff Keller shows up. Is he the only cop in this town? He... Didn't he have a deputy, like, the first episode or the second episode? I don't remember. I don't remember either. So, sure. Yeah, he's the only cop. He's the only cop in town. Oh, my God. Cop Acosta should be on this show. <gasps> Do you think Cop Acosta would be more or less useful here? More. Less murder. Just in general, less There's murder. There's only one murder. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Pretty much the same level of uselessness. Mm. By the way, pretty sure we're all good and ready on that uh, on that scream script. Uh, yeah, we a, uh, to do a live reading of a spec we, episode of Scream. We um yeah, we're just gonna take a, a brief commercial break. Sorry, for Riverdale. No, 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 I'm serious. Uh, to plug our other podcast, do you like scary podcasts? We're all terrified that um, they're going to reboot the show Literally, in season three, and. That kind of removes the point of doing a slasher as a TV show. Just uh, saying. I mean, I mean, it takes the entire challenge away from the concept. Just so, saying. throwing that out there. Also, if they get rid of Bex Taylor Klaus, that's their mistake. Yeah, that's on you. I mean, she'll she'll be working. She'll get work. She's better than that show. Well, she's perfect. Yes, she. Is. Also, I love Brooke. Anyway, let's go on. Please listen to our other podcast if you want to realize what we're talking about at all. So Sheriff Keller is probably the only cop in town. He shows up at the construction site, and Fred thinks that this was Cliff Blossom. Makes sense. He has yeah. stuff to go on there. Archie thinks it was the Southside Serpents because men who hurt people must be Southside Serpents in his head. Archie is, again, not very bright. He's but like, then again, Serpents I also... used, to, used to be here, so they must want this land back. And Junkie's like, nah, they never really hurt me when I was here with the oh, yeah. cinema. Also, he's probably defending them because he knows his dad 
like runs that joint. I'm just really confused about like how one becomes a seaside. Is that actually a south, south side serpent? Why do you keep? keep there's no ocean seaside. in Riverdale. <laughs> there's a river, Riverside Serpents. Doesn't have the same ring, but uh, I keep for, like it doesn't really make sense how you just like can become a south side serpent like without anybody knowing. That's confusing to me. Yeah. But anyway, like it could be a secret. You could be secretly in a gang and uh, wear the secret leather jacket that has the, the name of the gang <laughs> listed on the back. Archie uh, basically like, you wouldn't be telling Cliff Blossom you can't help. And like, basically Archie just learns the world isn't fair. Yeah, Archie has and, just figured and it, it out. kind of like breaks him inside. Like, what? I don't understand. What do you mean the world isn't fair? Uh, but the day of the baby shower... They still don't know if Alice is coming. Uh, but Polly nah, offers Betty the position of godmother. Can we talk about how different these two plots are? Where, what? like, Jughead and, and Archie are, like, dealing with gang violence. And the girls are like, oh, you're the godmother. Yay! Yeah, like, the last thing I'd want to be is that. Um, really? Oh, my God. Polly, of course I'll be your godmother. I think you lay into it a little bit more Too thickly much. than she does. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Polly, of course I'm going to be your godmother. That was a bit better. Oh, my gosh. Polly. I can't I can't do this for an hour. By the way, did I tell you guys this last episode? I figured out where I know Lily Reinhardt from. Turns out we're cousins. That we're can't not, be true. We're not actually cousins. I would be way more freaking out about that. However, she was on this show called Surviving Jack. I feel like I've heard that name. That's a hilarious, lovely show. I am obsessed with it. It got canceled, as all good things do. But it's really good. She played the love interest. I think her name was Heather of the adorable teenage boy. It was kind of like Wonder Years. Uh, Chris Maloney from Law & Order SVU, who I had a dream about last oh, night. Oh, yeah. Um, started he was it. like the dad... Yeah, he it was or a based on or something. It, he was just the dad. It was based on that book Shit My Dad Says. Or I no. thought Shit My Dad Says was based on Shit My Dad Says. It was. This is actually based on Justin Halpern's other book, uh, I think I Suck at Girls, which was the original title of the pilot, but it's actually it became it more, more about, about it. Chris Maloney. Yeah. yeah. It was a great show and uh she she played like the the love interest. Okay. Uh well, that's that. Oh my god, Polly, of course I'm going to be your godmother. I There's nothing I would like to do more other than maybe solve Jason Blossom's death. So Val's over at Archie's place. Is she? Uh, I like, don't even remember. And, oh, it's such a short scene. I know, I'm like, why? But Archie's just pacing back and forth, being like, we got to do something. And Val's like, okay, but the baby shark. He's like, no, 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 I got to go. Bye, Val. Like, he leaves her behind so he can Poor Val. do this something. Is, they are going to break so up because he, he leaves her alone. In his house. He does not treat Belle well. But that's not the thing that bothers me in this scene. That he leaves her alone in his... No, it's the fact that he has a Justice League poster on this, on the roof of his of, of his of his room, like the ceiling. But it's for like Justice League Rebirth, which just happened like three months ago. So he just bought this poster and put it up on his walls. Is that weird? Like, it seems a little bit weird because I've never seen him read a comic book, but he's so up to date on them that he has the newest, po- newest like issue cover to be turned into a poster. Like, I get... Connecting the brand together because CWWB, but this seems a little bit odd to me. Couldn't he have just gone into the comic book store like willy nilly one day as Archie would? And does he go to the comic book store willy nilly? There's like three stores. There's we actually haven't seen any other stores. So I assume there's one comic store. I just I just have so many questions. I don't overthink it. 
I've never overthought anything in my life. That's not true in the slightest. <laughs> I know. Let's go on. At the diner, uh, Archie meets up with the, the girls. Shop. I, will, I will cut you. <laughs> yeah. Archie meets up with the girls in Jughead. Uh, Archie got some of the boys together, uh, and the boys he meets Kevin, Moose, and Joaquin. Uh, yeah. It's by the way, I like the casuals. Race. Like Kevin's boyfriend can get us in. Like they all know yeah. that Kevin's dating a serpent. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, even though that was like such a big deal for mm-hmm. like five minutes. Yeah. But, oh, uh, poor Kevin. He, they're going to go and deal with the serpents, despite, again, not having any proof that the serpents or were involved plan. in any way. Or a plan. Uh, yeah, Jughead's like, yeah, we don't know if it was the serpents. <laughs> Benny refers to the serpents as drug dealers. He's like, I'm sorry, they do what now? Like, Jughead didn't know that either. They I don't drugs? I know. There's no way Jughead thought that the gang I think he's or maybe he's just more surprised that she heard that and where did she hear that from I think it was more like he was defending his dad I think it's kind of like well not all of them are like that yeah so Archie's like Jughead are you with me or are you not with me Jughead's like yeah I'm not with you on this one (laughs) honestly not that hard not to be in on an Archie Andrews plan so instead Moose, Archie, Kevin, Joaquin go to the White Worm which is spelled W-H-Y-T-E-W-H-Y-R-M. That's stupid. <laughs> a worm spelled that way is like, it's like a dragon kind of thing. Stupid. So lizard, snakes, it yeah, kind of, there's some intertextuality there. Yeah. Uh, why they're white? Who knows? But I guess it's a clever name. So like and it is a busy afternoon for the bar, for the record. Yeah, well, I mean, most bars are that busy on an afternoon, of course. But Archie's decision to wear a varsity jacket was very, very dumb. It's his only jacket, John. Why do they even let him into a bar? He's not... Right, here's my high school he's jacket. He's not 21. It makes no sense. They don't even let you in the door if you don't have a good ID. Yeah, but, like, again, there's, like, four people working at this bar in Riverdale. There's, like, one bar. Four people working there, but, like, a hundred people in there. Yeah, well, you can't not let somebody in as a customer. You don't have a jurisdiction over that. Well, Moose thinks he spies one of the guys, so Archie moves in. Archie. Very dumb. Yeah, so freaking stupid. He, like, straight up just pushes the guy. He's like, hey, you like to beat up teenagers? The guy's like, I don't think I'm getting into it now. Right, he's like, yeah, maybe, maybe uh, not. So a fight breaks out. Like, the guy throws Archie onto the onto the pool table about to beat him up. Then FP just walks in. He's like, he tells this guy, by the way, this guy's name was Mustang this whole time. The it's whole like, Mustang, time. stop! Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally. Uh, stops what beating Archie up. His whole name. I really, uh, you know what? Let's just assume it is until we're Mustang told otherwise. Sally. It's like I was watching Power Rangers, the movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. Um, I actually really liked it, but there's that they never have a Vulcan skull in the movie. Do you remember them from the show, the fat oh, guy and the, the, yeah. the two bullies? But they do have these two uh, girls who are mean to Kim the entire time. Oh. Uh, so in my head, they are Vulcan skull until I am told otherwise. Maybe yeah, that would make sense. That tracks. Yeah. That movie uh, got no publicity in my mind. I saw a lot of stuff online for it, but you might be right in yeah, the in the real world because I'm I'm already a fanboy. Right, uh, so you would already be seeing. I was out. already aware of it. I like knew that there was a new Power Rangers movie, but I didn't. It didn't register to me that it was like out yet. Yeah. Until everybody started seeing it. But I mean, everyone's seeing it, so that's something. That's some advertising, I guess, if everyone knew it was out and they saw it. Yeah, so maybe I'm just out of it. I mean, yeah. Very possible. You might like it, though. 
Because it is very much a sexy teen drama until they start fighting uh, alien monsters. Okay. I think think you might actually enjoy it. I would take you to it, in fact. I would go see it. Uh, So Archie didn't know that Skeet was a serpent. Didn't know Skeet Ulrich was a serpent, let alone their leader. So he's facing the scene. So he's the leader of the serpents? He's he's coming from upstairs. He's clearly in charge of the serpents. Yeah, so it's like... He almost seems like way less of an alcoholic this episode. Yeah, I thought so too. I was like, that doesn't seem... Like the same man? mm, It seems almost like his alcoholism was a front. Well, maybe it's like... Actually, I have thoughts on that later. Yeah. But maybe it's like he only drinks when he gets home at the end of the day, but then he drinks hard kind of stuff. Right, which is, like, not great, but... But, like, that's what a lot of alcoholics are like. Yeah. But maybe he's not as much of a wreck. Like, maybe he's more functioning than he... Do you guys hear that licking? It must sound terrible to you. Oh, my God. It must be so bad. (laughs) It's so funny. Aw, she's so cute, though. This is, like, the most Stella action I think we've ever gotten in an episode. I know. I let her go free this time, guys. Next time, no. But this time, yeah. Oh, my God, Stella. We're just just getting back into the swing of things from our break. So it's a little bit of a... uh, So Skeet sends everyone off, except for Archie. Skeet, 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 Skeet. Skeet. uh, Archie thinks that Skeet, or FP, is behind the um, attacks... On the lot uh, for payback for Fred, and if he's like, "No, kid, life's too short for this long ass plan of yours." No hey, way. We're not in a maple syrup blood feud or yeah. anything. What am I? What am I after the maple syrup land or something? Uh, meanwhile, oh, oh yeah, and then Fred shows up uh, in because the truck. Because FP called him. Yeah, which smart. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. It's totally fine. Uh, meanwhile, in the much happier baby shower story, uh, <laughs> Jughead's like hanging up pedophores for people, so and we're just having a good time. Val and the, and uh, Mel, are, Mel are there. They're and, macaroons. Uh, yeah, and Betty's just having Jughead's there. And then Alice shows up, mm, and gets. I realize I keep using that term because Alice brings down the room. She does. But she she uh, <clears throat> poly awkwardly greets her mother, and Alice does appear almost human. She does. She uh, especially gets, in the back half of this episode. I love the little nightlight that she gives her. Because yeah. that's like a theme. We've seen that nightlight before. Yeah, it's like this nice human moment. And then Cheryl comes in with this massive stroller and her uh. own musical cue. <laughs> she really ruins the room. And she's like, here, you can have this. All I ask is that I'm the godmother. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm she's like, kidding. Ugh. She says kidding, right? Yeah, she says kidding and then she says not kidding. Not kidding. Yeah, obviously Cheryl just wants a new family. Cheryl would love to just replace her old family with new family members. Mama Blossom comes in. Uh, do you remember her first name? If I thought about it, Blossom. <laughs> okay, so Mama Blossom apologizes and welcomes Polly into her family. Back at the uh, boys' plot, according to Fred, uh, FP was a serpent, quit, and fell back into the life. So, so he never really quit? I assume he started in high school. Right. Like becoming that. a... And he got I his life together when they were running the company, and then afterwards he fell back in with the serpents. I guess so. So it means he never really quit in my mind, yeah. but yeah, whatever. Uh, FP is kind of interested in, in how rough Fred's situation is right now, and offers to help find out who's behind the attacks. Yeah, he's not being such a It's actually a dick. kind of nice scene between the two. I mean, all things considered. They're not friends, but they're friendly. Right. Uh, and then it turns out Archie ran away. So, Nana Blossom is straight up a witch woman. Uh, she's a gypsy woman. She's like holding up a gem. 
over uh, Polly's over, stomach. Uh, Polly's stomach. She's like, it's gonna be twins. And I was like, no. And I'm like, of course it is. Oh my god, terrifying redheaded. You know twins. what's gonna happen? The Coopers will get one. Smart. And the Blossoms will get the other. What a great idea. Yeah. That can't go parent trap wrong. That happened. That's actually a comic book thing I'm thinking of. Uh, really? What yeah. comic? Um, there's this dude called The New Gods in DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So, like, this bad guy called Darkseid is definitely going to be with the Justice League fight in the movies. Uh, basically, there's the good gods and the bad gods. Okay. And so, as a way to find peace, Darkseid, the, basically Super Satan, mm-hmm. uh, and High Father, Super good god uh are like we're gonna trade sons why because it's a it's a peace treaty uh-huh. uh they will not destroy each other because they each have each other's blood in their oh homes. that's so cute so high father raises uh dark side's son as his own and dark side rise raises high father's son as his own that's a great idea yeah we should do that like in american politics yeah i don't know how it would apply but so it seems putin like a gets banned in trump or yeah trump i and, think that's uh, fair I think it's fair. I think it would be good. Keep us safe for a little bit, I assume. Why not? <laughs> and uh, so, I fell off track. Oh, yeah. Alice gives Polly her old nightlight from when she was a baby. It's a really nice and thoughtful gift. It is. I mean, it costs her no money. It was literally, like, free. I kind of don't get that. Like, she probably should have gotten her, like, a diaper bag. <laughs> But it was a cute... Like, it won't really be useful <laughs> like, long you know, run. It's more it's just a like a... Senti- <laughs> it's a sentimental gift that you get someone in addition to a real gift <laughs> off their registry. Well, she didn't know this was coming. They really they really put this on in short notice, didn't they? I guess, but I mean... Although the Coopers or the Blossoms had time to buy the most expensive stroller they could possibly find... In funeral black, no less. They definitely just dusted that off from the attic. <laughs> that was where they're like dead. They already Ghost had that just in living. case. Yeah. As soon as they learned the baby existed, they bought that. It's like in Crimson Peak when there are all those like ghost babies running around. It's just like Ugh, that. Crimson Peak. What an incredibly disappointing movie. Um, go on. Archie arrives. And basically guns for Jughead. Like, he, yeah, really, like, he really is not reading the room anywhere he goes today. I don't really understand why Archie thought this was appropriate at all. Like, it seems so out of character for him to be such a jerk. It's, I think it's because he's freaking out about his dad. Yeah. Uh, and, like, their livelihood. But he's make, being very irrational uh, the whole episode because of that. And I'm not sure if that really is part of his character. To or if he has an evil twin. That was my thought exactly. Yeah. The real Archie's tied up somewhere in a basement. You watched Jane the Virgin, right? Because you I've only love seen Jane the Virgin the first season, but yeah, I know. I want to. It falls it. into all those tropes that you're on board for. There's an evil twin. No, well, yeah, actually, there is an evil twin. Is it like an evil which kind of twin? Um, it's the same actress wearing a wig and doing an accent. <gasps> that sounds so great! Oh my god, Stella! And she takes the twin. place of the uh, of the ma- of the original character for a bit. Of Jane? No, no, no. Uh, this is a different character, Pe- Petra. Petra? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I love it. Yeah. Is that a spoiler? Will that really... It is a bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Okay, well, it's okay. But... Yeah, I gotta catch up on the show, because I did like it when the first season... Oh, yeah, you would love that happened. show. Uh, Archie reveals to the girls that Jughead's dad is a servant. Jughead's dad is a servant. You know that? That's Pretty much, sounded. yeah. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, yeah, they didn't know, but also Veronica's like, hey, man... Not Chill? the time or the place. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck, You gotta Archie? check yourself. 
<laughs> this is just like the time I went to this Vanity Fair party, but I had two dates and it was hard. Excuse you, it's Vanity Flare. Get Vanity. it right. Wait, is it Vanity Flare? That's what she says, Vanity Flare. She does say Vanity Flare? For sure. That's I'm not hilarious. crazy. I she calls you. it Vanity Flare. Uh, Cheryl, out of nowhere, offers her Polly to live at Thornhill with the Blossoms. I would ever want to live somewhere called Thornhill that's as haunted as that house. Absolutely. Uh, so Alice gets all catty. Uh, How dare you? Yeah, Mama Blossom asks why Polly's here, not home. And if I ask this, and I do love the delivery of "How dare you?" It's so intense. Like, like it's, it's so. Intense. It's the vocal equivalent of "I just punched you in the mouth." Like, <sighs> how dare you? And then Polly's just like, "Yo, y'all need to stop." Well, She's no, like, but I she have had, a baby. I'm yeah, pregnant. That's my she only character trait. Don't you understand? All of this, all of this is because you two couldn't stop fighting. No, I disagree with this. The second she said it, I was like, that's not true. That seems like an oversimplification of some real problems. Yeah, no. Unless the Blossoms or Coopers actually killed Jason because of the other one, which they didn't because that would be such an obvious thing. This is not their fault. It's just annoying that they're feuding. It is a frustrating thing. Yeah. Uh, And then in Act 5... Alice apologizes to Polly. But Polly's like, no, 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 no. No, I'm going to hang on to this one. See, <laughs> if you didn't take me away and send me to the mental hospital, I could have met up with Jason on the other side of the river and he wouldn't be dead right now. Okay, that is kind of fair. That's Alice more is fair. Like, or you're dead too. Also um, fair. I mean, how could I know what was going to happen? Also fair. And I do apologize for putting you away. That probably wasn't the best thing to do. Please yes. come home. I just want you in my home. I love you. Aww. I'm your mother. I love you. Come home. And Polly's like, I'll think about it. Yeah. She does think about it. Mm. She also tells Alice that early on in the pregnancy, when she told her dad, Hal made an appointment for her. So uh, we can't say with a abortion. with a doctor, yeah. Are we just not saying abortion for the show? It's weird because like Crazy Ex Girlfriend, they just had an abortion. Jane the Yo. Virgin had an abortion. Yeah. They did. It was a medical abortion. Who's abortion? What's her name? Um, oh, Ziamara. Ziamara. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That did happen. But why is this show not saying abortion? Maybe because it's high schoolers. Maybe because it's Archie. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's the brand. Like maybe the brand is like you cannot use that word. Which is weird. Wow. Because you can murder children and torture them. Awesome. Yeah. does seem like a weird line to draw. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But what are you going to do? That's like our weird R rating system where it's like, sex, no, 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 mm-hmm. but violence, PG-13. Yeah. All the violence. Murder all the people. Yeah. But this really shakes Alice. Uh, Archie, come home, where uh, Fred's kind of getting a beer in the kitchen. Fred doesn't have a drinking problem, but he, he does drink no, on occasion. Yeah. No, it's different. Uh, Archie just wants to help, man. He's just trying to figure Aww. out what to do. And Fred's almost broken. He's like, construction is, is, is my whole life, man. But it's not yours. You don't need to fight my battles. And Archie... And, like, by the way, Luke Perry is killing it this whole season. He's really good. He's actually doing a great job this whole season. I, I really like him. Yeah. Here. Uh... I don't think he looks as old as Brad's. Brad's like he's the oldest man in the world. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think he looks that old. I mean, he looks actually like 
good. He looks me. weathered, if I would say anything. He looks tired, but like... <laughs> yeah, he looks a little tired. I think that's partially the character, too. You know what? It's just exhausting being the last good parent in Riverdale. It is. I also think it's how they dress him. Like, everybody else in town is kind of, like, well-to-do. He's weirdly. in flannel. He's always in flannel. Yeah. Well, he's He bought all the flannel. Yeah. He, he personally funds the flannel yep, store in town. Exactly. There is a there's a flannel store and a comic book store and a maple syrup store mm-hmm. artisanal maple syrup store and that is the extent of the shopping you can do in Riverdale. Uh, so Archie tells him the story, which is actually kind of sweet. It's like if I have my own kid and he is an interest in music, but he wants to build things like his grandfather, that would be pretty cool. So he considers uh, so construction nice. be Fred's legacy, and he wants to fight for it. And it's kind of this. So actually a really nice scene between these two. It is nice. But it's missing the following two minutes where Fred's like, fine, but you're also grounded. Because you did this, <laughs> this, and this. And also, I forgot I, fr- I grounded you before, uh, so we yeah, need to be better stick. at grounding, so do not leave the house. Also, remember when, like, two weeks ago you were having sex with your teacher? <laughs> is it two weeks in this time? It's been Ooh. no time. Boy moved on real quick to Val. Yeah. Uh, I, if I was Val, I would be like very weirded out about that. I don't know if she that's common knowledge, man. I hope he tells her. He's her, their girlfriend, boyfriend. I'm sure when Miss Grundy comes back, that will be a conversation that they have right before they break up. Yeah. Yup. Uh, or someone's going to accidentally blurt it out around her. Oh, and then it's going to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Anyway, uh, Betty and Jughead are together after the party lets out, and she kind of wants to know about all of Jughead, Jughead's dad and the serpents, and frankly, this is a, it's a piece to the puzzle. So they go to visit uh, FP at home. FP, FP. And he, know, he looks like a drunk when he's at home. Yeah. It's like only when he's at home, though. It's when weird. he takes off the jacket, suddenly he's a mess. Uh, I mean, he is a mess, but there's something shady about him. So the first time Betty meets him officially... And Which I thought was weird. Did you think that was weird? I was like, I assumed they were friends for a long time, all of them. Betty but, and Jughead? Yeah, but Alice Cooper also seemingly met Jughead for the first time. Yeah, I guess they didn't know each other. I think Jughead was mainly just friends with Archie. Yeah, I guess. It's just kind of weird. Or all this. Uh, and they visit... Uh, oh, uh, so they ask about Jason and the drug deal, and FP tells them that he gave uh, Jason, or he gave Jason the money I needed in exchange for a drug running deal. Uh, but since he didn't deliver, they assumed he just took off with the cash. Or the drugs, rather. They hadn't paid him yet. They thought he took off with the drugs. Um, Is there a reason for that being beneficial to this kid at all? I guess he would have a lot of drugs. Yeah, he'd have a lot of drugs. Maybe he could have sold them on his own for, for a uh, hiked-up price. Yeah. So they ask if he had anything to do with his death, and FP swears he isn't a killer. Do you think he isn't a killer? Yeah, I think like he's never killed anyone. I don't know if he's like never killed anyone. I don't think he killed Jason. Okay. I just feel like it's like so obvious then. It's like, oh, the bad guys killed the like, yeah, okay, like whatever. Like drug dealers yeah. killing the kid, not that shocking. Fair point. Uh Betty also isn't sure if she believes him, but she believes Jughead. And this is the most their relationship has resonated with me. Over this entire series. I agree it moved really fast. I feel like there should have been at least one episode where they were, like, deciding whether they liked each other or not. Hmm. I mean, I think they were trying to play it more subtly than that. Yeah, no, but I mean, like, that's, like... Like, it seemed like they went from being friends to being, like, 
in a relationship. Yeah, like, really quick for people who have known each other for a long time. So... I'm saying it probably pleased the shippers. I guess so. But, I mean, if they really wanted to please the shippers, we know that Veronica and Betty would be dating by now. Right, Stella? Does Stella ship Veronica and Betty? She does. Okay. They're great. We haven't had enough good moments between them in the last episode. It's been a bit, yeah. So Alice confronts Hal at home, and she breaks the remote. Mm. I mean, come on. No, that's okay. so That's such a rough way to start an argument. Uh, then you can't even watch TV. Yeah. What's, how is he supposed to be a dad if he can't watch TV? That's all he does. How can he watch his creepy home videos without the remote? Exactly. So she didn't know about the appointment, but it seems like Hal did the same thing to Alice a long time ago, which is which why is really I think shady. that he forced her into an abortion when they were in high school, and there could have been an older Cooper kid. Like, well, I guess that would make sense timeline-wise more, because it's, but I also thought that maybe the Coopers, like, shamed her for having a kid in high school, and that kid was Polly, but maybe that's not what happened. No, I'm yawning, because you're yawning. Plus, he's the Coopers. So that's what I mean. The Blossoms. The Blossoms shame the Coopers. But they don't give a shit what the Blossoms think. Don't they, though? <laughs> Good point. They do. Actually, yeah. Hal's hatred of the Blossoms is completely unreasonable. Yeah, it's crazy. Because your grandfather was killed by their grandfather. He won't let Polly back because he won't allow a child with Blossom blood in his home. Yeah, that's nuts. It's a baby. <laughs> They're going to be horrible no matter what their blood is. <laughs> Sorry, babies are annoying. Uh, so Alice kicks him out of the house. Which is good and surprising. How's like, how's like what will people think? You know, because they care Ooh. so much about outward opinions. Also, where am I going to get an apartment in this and goddamn town? There's Everyone's pretty much gridlocked in, right? <laughs> Polly tells him she doesn't care anymore. So this nice. is... Nice, I like that. So like Polly... Or sorry, Alice... Is a human. Look at that. I she mean, she's still a, a terrible girl. human, yeah. but a human nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Right, Stella? She's a human just like you. Stella's not a human. She's a human. Later, uh, in the tag, we get a scene where Jughead apologizes to Archie. Mm. Which, nah, Archie should be apologizing to Jughead. Yeah, Archie was being a dick. Uh, I guess... Jughead feels bad that he didn't support all, uh, Archie and he didn't believe his dad's guys could do such a thing, but they, they, they didn't do such a thing. Right, so, so it seems okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so it seems like Jughead was just right. But Hard at the end of the scene, they're like, hey man, you're my brother. It's like, you're my brother too. And I'm like, I'm always up for I always that's like sweet. when two men call each other their brothers. And what do they say? You bro whispered, man? Yeah, yeah. Bro whisperer. Yeah, I love it. But Jughead wants to help the Andrews. Um, then we got an interesting scene with uh, FP and Joaquin back in FP's place. FP balls up Jason's ja- uh, varsity jacket, hands it to Joaquin, and calls it insurance. What? Yeah, how is that insurance? Who are you holding that against? They maybe know who killed Jason. Has that makes sense. Or something. Uh, but he tells Joaquin to stash it. And apparently, Joaquin's relationship with Kevin is all a ruse, so you get infer- inside intel on Sheriff Keller's uh, information, which makes sense, because Keller is, again, the only cop in this town. So do you think that, like, Joaquin doesn't like Kevin at all? Well, here's what I think. Because he kind of pauses, he's like, uh, that Kevin's, like, thinks it's for real, and, like, Joaquin mm. is falling for Kevin. This is for yeah. sure becoming an actual thing. 
Uh, FP says they all have a part to play, including him. And I, and I think the framing of this scene is important because he says that as he opens a bottle. So it feels like that implies to his alcoholism, like that's his part to play. Is that, that he's, he's an, an alcoholic, alcoholic and he doesn't actually have it together. Maybe it's a ruse. But another part of me believes it has to do with the next scene, which is at the construction site, mm-hmm. uh, where FB shows up with a group of serpents, which is, by the way, the perfect solution to this problem. Yeah, that's what I thought, is too. Is that you hire some thugs to do the work with, you know, a known foreman, and it's going to work out great. They can defend themselves. Um, that, uh, but, and I'll get into this in rumor mill, but I think this is all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, I totally agree. So, oh, you're buying into my, my conspiracy? No, I have this, yeah. Because I my think... theory's better than yours? They're twins. Archie's a twin. Go on. FP tells Hermione that uh, Hiram must have sent those goons. And he tells her it's revenge for her relationship with Fred. Which seems silly. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what he tells her. Is he a reliable narrator? No. Because uh, he's Ski Ulrich. Or we all saw what happened when we trusted him in Scream 1. Uh, Betty tells Polly the mom kicked Hal out. So Polly takes a taxi to Thornhill. Thornhill. She, I'm just, I feel like she's forgetting that she can still stay with Hermione. Yeah, like she I doesn't that have too. to leave at all. Why go to the Blossoms in general? Yeah. I mean, the Blossoms are horrible and they hate you, so there's that. Yeah. So while Betty comforts Alice, who's like a crying wreck, Polly is welcome to the Blossoms' home. She's like, I'm doing this for the baby. It's like, like what else? Get yet. in here, girl. The baby's not born yet. Yeah, the either. baby That's... isn't even here. Or babies. Maybe they are babies. That is how the episode ends. So, John, do you want to tell us about uh, your theories for first? Or you, should we no, go No, we have to go through King? Prom King, Queen, uh, and Chaperone, and Thrown to the Bus, which is the new name for the shit list. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, uh, Prom King this episode... Archie? Jughead. Jughead? Jughead. Ah. Because Jughead stays with the girls at the the baby shower. He's witty. Um, But Jughead's mm. been literally our only prom king. I think. Like, Archie had it when he he brought all his friends to help with construction stuff, but then he kind of went out of control for the rest of the episode. I guess so, but at least his heart was in the right place. I agree that Archie was being kind of like an idiot, but at the Maybe same time... Maybe Kevin, because Kevin was just supportive and there the whole time. He was. He was supportive and there the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd give it to Kevin over Jughead, I think. Weird that Sheriff Keller doesn't have, like, any response to finding Kevin. Oh, at yeah. At the scene of that, uh, no. of that attack, by the way. He's just like... Nah, hey, kid. kid. Anyway, Moose. Uh, Probably because Kevin killed Jason Blossom. Seems like an odd thing. The... Prom queen? Betty. Betty. It's of course. Betty. Yeah. Though I don't want Archie and Betty to ever go to prom. T- oh, yeah. Well. I would have to be convinced. I don't want them to go to prom together. I could be convinced. Do you, are, do you like, secretly ship Archie and Betty? Listen, I'm always for Archie and Betty or Archie and Veronica, and I think they can make either of them work. I could see Archie and Veronica more. Although, I will always be an Archie apologist. What does that mean? Like, a lot of people hate Archie, but I'm still kind of for him. And I'm going to defend him. He's just basic as fuck. 
He's like he's like cute and nice and stuff, and I like yeah, would he's like a sexy. Him. He's a sexy lamp. He's such a sexy, but not lamp. in this episode. No, he, had he attacks everybody. He he was the still sexy, but more like a sexy, like a sexy ceiling fan. Yeah, exactly. That <laughs> that, that could gets go a little, that's a little bit too low. Yeah, yeah, it could be a world uh, ceiling fan, right, Stoddall? I'm gonna give chaperone to Hermione. Oh, I am totally not. I don't trust that bitch anymore. <laughs> I do not trust her. Okay. I think uh, Fred gets it here, even though he was like. Oh shoot! No, you're Fred. right. You're right. It should. You know what? Actually, I'm gonna give it to FP. Really? Yeah. He probably like. He's like. Is involved. He's in the thankful murder, to though. Fred for taking care of his son while he's clearly unable to. Yeah, but that has um, to be a ruse. And man. he goes. Oh, yeah, but that doesn't mean he's not like a pretty good chaperone this episode. Uh, I guess if we're taking. And he go everyone. and he like saves Fred's business and all this stuff like. Fine, but like taking on his own, he did some pretty good work this episode. If everything is as except genuine, for the whole like Jason's jacket thing, right? Know. Like if everything is as genuine as it seems, then he's great. But yeah. it's not. It's definitely not. All right, who who do you, who would you throw under the bus this episode? Um, the blossoms as a collective whole. Oh, Hal Cooper for sure. Oh yeah, him or Mustang Sally. Mustang uh, because Sally. Mustang Sally. Was just being completely unreasonable. He didn't even take the time to understand why this kid's pushing him. He's just like, I'll beat up a child in this bar. Uh, yeah, why not? She's like, bro. Uh, bro, why? No, no, you're right. It's Hal. Yeah, Hal's a dick. I would throw Hal under the bus so I fast. Would, I would definitely do that. He, uh... The idea of, like, just a man making an appointment for his, like, daughter that was not wanted a is quote, so unquote, creepy. Appointment. An appointment. You can't see me, but I do. With a it. doctor. With a doctor. Like, I don't know, like an that. appointment with a doctor, but they never get more specific than that. Right, but we all know. We all know. We all know. And then, yeah, rumor mill. Do you want to go first or should I? So I think Kevin could be the killer. I know it sounds completely outlandish, but I feel like this serpent stuff is all going to lead to the mystery that they're going to untangle in season two, but that the actual Jason Blossom's death is going to be something that, like, is very limited in terms of clues. And, like, it's going to be more of, like, a you really had to dig to uncover the truth. Because, mm. like, right now it seems like they're building and building on this mystery that it'll solve itself unless they get... Like, once by the time they get to the end, it seems like we're just going to get... Yeah, I'm wondering what answer. kind of information they could learn that changes everything. Although, right, it's remembering... Like, the initial mystery from Veronica Mars, like, they don't get the crucial last bit of information until that last episode. Well, like, on Veronica... And it turns out to be much more simple than they ever envisioned. Exactly. That's what I kind of think that they're going to do here. And that's kind of the same with... Well, no. Season 2 is different. Season 2 is a mystery that builds on itself until the conclusion, pretty much. But season 1... Yeah, that was so fucking creepy. The season one, it's very much like we're going to build this world and there are going to be kind of these like things that you're going to like learn about, but they're not really going to pay off until like season two. Like yeah. everything with the um, the biker game, like the PCHers. Yeah. The PCHers had nothing to do with Lily Kane's death. But they were a great piece of flavor in, right. the, in the world. Yeah. Exactly. And then season two, they actually did have something to do with the next And mystery. then it felt like they didn't quite have... A lot to go on for season three. Although season three... I like season three. I like season three, too. Uh, and it's like smaller scale mysteries. Because it would have been probably more difficult to one-up 
the season two right. mystery. That was my favorite mystery, actually. Really? I'm still mm-hmm. for Lily Kane. They I want the best for me. Well, I, I did like that they built the mystery up in Although, season two. I'm also pro Duncan leaving in season yeah, two. Yeah, obviously Duncan He really was an interesting character after they saw season one. He, yeah. One, I mean... His plot was interesting. I liked the idea of him as a red herring, but I didn't really understand how he was her like love interest. Yeah, he's like a he he's was, very boring. He was a he lamp. Was a sexy lamp. He was a sexy lamp. I was say, I mean, he was hot, but I'm much more pro Piz than pro Duncan. Yes, but I'm pro Logan, like 150,000. Logan is a, not a healthy relationship. I know. <laughs> I don't care. I wish people would just understand that I don't care. I know. I know it's not healthy. I can't help it that I love him. Also, Jason Doring. Neither can I. Neither can I. Uh, Veronica. She I can't know, help that she, she loves can't. him. He, in real life, he's a Scientologist. Really? Apparently. Real unhealthy all around. He is a voice actor in Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. That's not quite as scary to me. No, no, no. But that, that's just something relevant to me. He voiced a character named Tara in Kingdom Hearts. He's great, though. He's really good. He's going to be he on iZombie. Oh, does, is he? Mm-hmm. Cool. He'll be on iZombie. That premieres this week. I know. I'm so excited. Me and my good friend, Rahul Kobe, because I met him once. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did. There are pictures. He tweeted you. which is right. Like, did you yeah. ask him to tweet you? You can tell me. No. <gasps> I just so tweeted at him after meeting him with the picture that we took together. Oh, and he's like, I have a fan. Yeah. He has many fans, because he has me as well. Well, it's true. I love him. He's, great. He's the best part He's of that fantastic. show. Robbie's great. Good also, time. Peyton. Don't like Peyton. You don't like Peyton? No, I talked. I talked like about this with you before. I don't like Peyton, and I just recently started liking Major. Major's great. Major is great. Major is great. Peyton sucks. Okay. All right. Peyton is really hot, but other than that. Boring. Sexy lamp. I've been pro Ali Machaka for a long time. Oh, I like her too. Don't get me wrong. I really like Ever since Ali Phil and AJ. No, yeah, that was great. Also, that show was deeper than you thought it was. Yeah, it was a smart show. It was. It also, was Band Slam, my favorite underrated movie. I gotta watch that. Yeah. Is she but, in that? Yeah. I thought Vanessa Oh, she's Hudgens great in that. in that. They're both in that. I like her in um, Cowbells and The Roommate. But yeah, I'm pro, uh, but not Hellcats. You didn't watch that? I actually, I only watch a few episodes of Hellcats. I never watch any of Hellcats. But you don't, you're not, you don't like Peyton. No, Peyton's boring. Also, I think it's... She but she's being, sleeping with Blaine. But she's not sleeping with Blaine anymore. Well, she slept with Blaine. Yeah, that they were cute. Or not cute, but like steamy. I believed it. I don't really like her with Robbie. I don't think they have chemistry. Oh, I do. I do. I don't... No. Best decision that show made was making Robbie and Major move in together, though. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. I love when they do stuff like that. Oh, absolutely. But yeah, no, Ravi is great. Peyton is so just grating. I loved when they just like got rid of her because I thought she was gone forever. Well, the actress had like a pilot. Didn't pan out. Oh my god. I just realized something. Liv's mom. Isn't that the mom on Phil in the Future? Phil of the Future? Am I crazy? Dude, I don't even remember the mom. I remember the Google dad. Google it. Barb Diffie. Always played by this woman. Damn it! It's not even her. So That's nice. the woman who was uh, in an episode of 90210, though. Damn it! That woman, though, is on another Disney Channel show, I think. Maybe it's... Is it Life of Derek? That's going to drive me nuts. Okay. Rumor mill. My theory still stands, although I'm starting well, to Well, your think... theory... What is your theory? Because you... You have a theory, but it's not... Completely. It's incomplete, yes. Yeah. Because I'm using the information the show has actually given me. What a weird thing. That's not how theories work, but go on. That's 
for sure how theories work. You're thinking of rumors. It's called the rumor mill. Shit. There we go. You came up with the name. Shut up. Uh, I think that Hermione isn't as involved as I used to think she was. Okay. I think it's a lot of Hiram orchestrating from the shadows, but the Blossoms kind of know that there's something up with that land they really want. (laughs) Question is, is the thing they're after whatever's being built? Do they need to build this thing? Or are they trying to dig under the land for something? I think they're trying to dig. That makes more sense. So, but then they're hiring a construction crew. Still, I think Hiram wanted specific control of the project. And so when Hermione took that control away from him and gave it to Fred Andrews, that was a problem. And she doesn't understand that that's a problem with his secret plan to deal with this land. Because so, she's not super evil, she's just right. selfish, so I guess. sends guys out to destroy it, but also informs the Blossoms of just enough information to get them interested in buying the land, maybe even co-buying it with him. Who's to <laughs> say... Hiram wants control of the land, uh, and he sends the goons after it, and he probably tells the Blossoms enough for them to go after it and take it away from Fred Andrews, because maybe he could control it more with the Blossoms, maybe, uh, but he also gives the Serpents enough information where they offer to become the new workforce, and that works out for Hiram. Because now he might not control the guy in charge of it, but he controls the workforce working on the land. And again, Jason discovers something about the land, and the serpents probably killed him for Hiram Lodge, and that's why they have his jacket as insurance against Hiram in some way. So you think Hiram killed? Hiram had him killed, but it was done by the The serpents. serpents. Yeah, see... That makes sense, logically. And that's why you don't like it. Yeah, that's why I don't like it. Because it's kind of like, that's where all of the arrows are pointing. You know what I mean? Like, Occam's I don't... Razor, Caitlin. What? Occam's Razor, Caitlin. I don't know. Why are you throwing out words I don't know? Occam's Razor, the simplest solution is probably the correct one. Oh, I knew that actually. But I usually just say it that way. Um, yeah, but not on, not on a TV show. We'll see, no, here's Maybe trying to be deeper than that. Here's the thing. You're right, but I don't think that applies here, and here's why. That's actually not the simplest solution. The simplest solution would be somebody got jealous and, and then killed. Like killed him. Yeah. Yeah. That's more the simplest solution. This almost... I. It's not that I think that all of this is a red yeah. herring. All the arrows aren't pointing here. Shut up. I actually need to think about this thing. What? Well, I... Whatever. Okay. It's not that all the arrows aren't pointing here. It's just that they're building this... And I wonder why? Also, what stake do the kids have in this happening? Like, how does this make... Archie's whole life. But, like, what... Income for the whole family. Well, like, let's say, okay, they find out that Veronica's dad killed Jason. Would that shake up Riverdale? I'm going to say no, because... Hiram barely lived, like, he lived in Riverdale when he left. So, it would really just bother Veronica. But I would say it's too late because whatever he was after on that land has fundamentally changed Riverdale in some way. Could it be, like, a bunch of bodies? You're really only after bodies in this case. I think it's something a bit more supernatural. Like what, like... I don't know, Caitlin. Well, when you say I know we're not doing Afterlife with Archie, 
for sure. Okay, if we're not doing Afterlife with Archie, then what supernatural thing? Let's just brainstorm, John. Again, perfect maple syrup grounds. <laughs> oh my god, if everyone dies because of maple syrup, I will lose my shit. <laughs> There's already been one maple syrup related death on the show. Maybe two. We don't know what happened to Jason. What if he just like ate a bunch of maple syrup? It was poison. What if it's just... He got shot in the head. Yeah, but then they have to shoot him. <laughs> to cover it up. <laughs> because they didn't want anyone to know that the maple syrup was tainted. Because that would ruin the whole industry. Think about it. Oh my god. I know. I know, Stella. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. I don't agree with that statement. That was so smart. The dog likes me. I don't have everyone. all the pieces together in my in my running conspiracy there. It's not a theory at all. It's a conspiracy. But I will be continuing to seek out information and add it to that conspiracy. How about that? I like it. Okay? We good? Seems fair. Great. So, I'm going to just... I'm going to... How about this? You do the more thought of crafted theories. And, and you'll I'm, just yell the first thing that comes to your head. <laughs> exactly. Kevin's a murderer. Kevin's a murderer. It makes sense that Kevin's a murderer. Though. No, it doesn't. It does. First one to find the body. Why would he take Moose there? Because... What a weirdly specific thing. Why did... It's not weirdly specific. Archie and Miss Grundy did the same thing. No, no, no. But Sweetwater River is, like, long. Yes. So he specifically found Jason at a specific bank that he drove the car to. It's shady. Just be honest with me. It's a little shady. The murder board, he could have gotten rid of it because he lives there. He was out at the drive-thru. Sometimes he has these eyes. I don't trust them. He's just trying to have a boyfriend. Yeah, but like, wouldn't it be cool if he was also trying to murder someone? I don't know why. I don't know the motivation, but I feel like it'd be cool. You don't have any of the facts either. I kind of hope a kid did it, though. Because if an adult killed them, there's only, like, six options. And I feel like none of the adults killing Jason would make me that happy. I know who it is. Who is it? Karen Wilcox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where did the he The murderer go? from Scream. Did he actually die? I don't know. <laughs> I guess he looked really stabbed. I think his neck got... Did his head get turned around? The dude, like, stuck it in his neck, in his neck or something. Like, he's very dead. He's very yeah, dead on that show. Yeah, dead. By the way, you're not watching 13 Reasons Why, right? I should. It's really good, and I love it. But you should watch it because there's a little cameo by Guy Patterson. What? Yeah. And there's also a little cameo by a guy who plays Jake. Oh, you showed me that one where he has yeah. a little mustache Hilarious. Or hilarious. He doesn't just have a mustache. He has the most fucking hilarious facial hair I've ever seen. He also plays a librarian. You have to watch it. If okay. only for this part. Okay. The show is not funny, but that is the one light of it. It's that there is there is Jake playing the librarian who wears like a scarf. It's excellent. But I'm happy I saw that. So, I mean, that's just about it for this week and next week. You think it's going to be a pretty good episode, then? I'm very excited about <clears throat> Cheryl and Archie kissing, because I don't think Archie's kissed enough girls yet. Yeah, what is he on, like, two, three, four? Four. Do you consider Miss Grundy a girl? Yeah, yeah. Well, he kissed Veronica, he kissed Grundy, he kissed Val, and I guess he didn't kiss Betty, so it's only no, three. Not yet. We'll get there, Stella. You think... I guess I'll get Eventually, in the 
Annals of the Show? Yeah. Now, do we get any new uh, reviews or anything? Or just a bunch of new ratings? We got some ratings? stars. Yeah. And actually, uh, I think it increased us from like, we were like 4.5, and now I think we're averaging 5, which doesn't really make a lot of sense. Shut up and let it happen. Yeah, I'll just let it happen. Like, Thank you, listeners. We should probably be like 4.899 or something, but like, I'm not complaining. Right. So, we've got a long time in this episode, so I think we're wrapping it up. Um, Caitlin, where can they find you in this world and beyond? So, you can find me in this world and beyond at Riley Tweets on Twitter. That's R-E-I-L-L-Y Tweets. Tweet. Uh, you can find me at John Padden on Twitter, on my blog, Catch from the Rye. Rye is spelled W-R-Y. Did you hear Brad didn't like my pun? He didn't like no, it? No, he made fun of the name he of my did. blog. <laughs> and this is very, why you do a podcast very with me. Mean. <laughs> I actually uh, told no, him I'm, to mock your name. My uh, my first episode on The Bear Trap, Brad's podcast, is live nice. on SoundCloud. You can find it, The Bear Trap Podcast. What um, is that podcast actually about? It is Brad and uh, his friend Efren, uh, and another straight man mm-hmm. talking about gay stuff. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my second episode uh, will probably be up in the near future, and I'm going to get really deep in that one. So it's very deep, introspective. Are you, so, or do you not? No, honestly, it is actually. Is it like, sad? Like, we talked about just death, being the fat kid who lost weight and stuff like that. Aww. No. Yeah. That actually was a good conversation for me. Yeah. That's nice. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that I've actually never known you to be a fat kid. Oh, so thank you. So wait, did you think you were a fat kid when we first met? No, okay. it was like what a year or so ago. Yeah, I was like, like that doesn't make sense. No, I felt fine. I there was so. a lot of pizza that night. What did you say? There was a lot of pizza that night. There was a lot of pizza. That's <laughs> fun. But anyway, that is it until next time, I believe. So goodbye, River Vixens. Also, welcome back to the final. Uh, I guess the final few episodes of the season. Yeah, we got nine, ten, eleven, twelve, or. 13. 13. Five more episodes to go. Mm-hmm. Which means five more episodes of Riverdale Register to go. Plus How maybe some bonus content. We'll see. Exciting. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm like very excited to see what happens at the end of this. Over and out, River Vixens. <laughs>